Hello again, everyone. It is time for another episode of the Community Connection Show, the show that brings you positive stories and encouraging news as we interview top leaders in every sector of the community. And now, here is your host, national speaker and best-selling author, Ryan Sowers. This is another Community Connections with Ryan Sowers. Uh, super excited to have my friend and colleague, principal of Trickham Middle School, my namesake, Ryan Queen, uh, with me today. How are you doing, sir? Doing great. Doing great. Thanks for having me on. Yes, sir. Well, I, uh, you know... You got to, we were talking a little bit before on uh, air, and you've got to have a little bit of break, even though we're in digital learning right now, of spring break, which all our students in, in Gwinnett and faculty much deserved, and uh, got a little, uh, got your hands dirty in the yard. So, uh, as <laughs> long as you can still move your bag, that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, we're still good. Uh, of course, today's the first day back after <laughs> spring break, and uh, you know, we're all moving a little slow with being the first day back at work, but nevertheless, we are back, we're ready to go, and uh ready to finish strong, as we like to say. Well, we are, and, and you do a phenomenal job in leadership, and you and I have talked uh, leadership, but I want to start there, because we were just mentioning this before we went on air, you know, I was talking about business, you're talking about education, you're talking about being one of the only people, in, the, if the only person in the building, you know, which is surreal, probably. We're, we're yeah. watching every business owner or mayor I talked to says, you know, we don't know what that next hour is going to be, much less, and everybody's encouraging and positive, we're all going to get through this, I mean, that's a given, but uh you know, we're, you, know, you said something, it's situational leadership. So I want you to talk a little bit about that. But when somebody says, well, what do, we, what do we do next? And beyond doing the next right thing next, uh, there is no blueprint, right? Absolutely. Definitely no blueprint for, uh, for what's going on right now. This is not anything anybody uh, put together as a what if. Uh, not even an emergency plan has this uh, built into it. But uh, I think it is, is very... Uh, indicative of, uh, of life today, but uh, in my world, in the world of education and, and working with young people and uh, working with teachers and administrators, uh, it's all about adjusting. Uh, and I think uh, the community here has adjusted very well. I know our teachers have adjusted amazingly well. Uh, and many of our students, our students are, are, are on all just fine. And no, we don't have answers to uh, the millions of questions that are out there. There are way more questions than there are answers. Uh, but what we do know is that we're uh, adjusting to the environment. As you mentioned, as we talked uh, before, off air, uh, it's all about situational leadership. Uh, situational leadership for myself, for my leadership team, my administrators, but also uh, situational leadership for my teachers. They're experiencing new things on a daily basis, and it's how do we respond to that? And then how do we look forward to tomorrow to try and prevent that uh, from happening or make it a little bit better for that uh, student experience for tomorrow? So uh, there's certainly no blueprint for it, but uh, I've been absolutely amazed at just how well we've all adjusted. I was joking with somebody over spring break that, uh, you know, in the world of education, not just Gwinnett County Public Schools, but education statewide, nas nationally, uh, in a lot of our districts that, that have the capability for digital learning, you know, we changed the way in which we teach literally over a weekend. Uh, we last had school on March 12th. There was a planned holiday on the 13th. And on 
that Monday, the 16th, we were learning full-time digitally and have been for two plus weeks now. Uh, there is no roadmap for it. There is no uh, how-to manual for it, but yet our teachers adjusted uh, literally on the fly and began teaching online full-time, not uh, temporarily, but full-time with nothing but a, a three-day notice, essentially. Yeah, and I was always sharing, you know, my wife is is has dipped her toe. She'll be taking that what I what LSTCs or LS okay. Uh, I think I can remember that by now. But you know me in school acronyms. There's too many of them. But but uh yeah, you know, so she's been, you know, uh working with uh the person who who's who's retiring after this year, but they've been working their hearts out helping the teachers. But I've been really impressed with the teachers, you know, weekend nights, uh, you know, five AM, six AM, you know, texting, making sure they're they're going there for their uh, students. And um, yeah, I mean, this wasn't like, hey, we got a you know, six month, nine month ramp up period with training sessions. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty impressive. And I think, I think you would agree, you're, you're one of the most forward leaders and thinking uh, uh, visionary I know. This is a good thing, I think, for the long term of learning, you know, because um, you and I've always talked to, we don't know how learning is going to look. But, you know, mm-hmm. just doing what we've always done is not necessarily the plan. So, you know, it, this gives us opportunities that could potentially make learning better, uh, not just here, anywhere in the future. Do you agree? Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, uh, obviously, we certain things stand true regardless of the delivery model. Uh, our standards, our curriculum, our expectations of what we want our kids to learn have been the rock solid that we continue to build our lessons on, whether those lessons are in person, whether those lessons are blended, which is how we've used the digital environment in prior years, or now how they're completely in a digital environment. The content remains the same. The standards remain the same. What what changes or what is adjusted is the delivery. Uh, But uses of things like Zoom and Google Meeting Um, I was joking with a colleague not terribly long ago about how many of us in our generation kind of knock the the social media world and and, uh, get frustrated by the way in which kids utilize and rely on the social media world. Well, here's the irony of it, is we are now using social media for our human interaction. This is how we are getting that that human interaction with both our, our colleagues, both our teachers, as well as our students, is we're getting it through this social media, through these digital tools. It just makes you it makes you wish we had well, makes you wish we would have bought some Zoom stock <laughs> <laughs> or Google stock or uh, Google stock. Google Meet quite a bit. As a matter of fact, uh, yeah. I have my first faculty meeting scheduled uh, for this coming Friday, and we're going to do it via Google Meet because Google Meet will now host up to 250 participants at a time. And just a couple weeks ago, they wouldn't host more than like 50 or 100. I can't remember what it was. But just a couple weeks ago, we really didn't have an answer for a a, a digital faculty meeting. Well, we do now. And, you know, it's only been two weeks in the environment. We're going to have a digital faculty meeting on Friday. Well, you know, and Ryan, where I'm going with this is, um, you know, there's nothing, you know me, there's nothing like the face-to-face. I mean, you know, for, for kids, for teachers, for business people, this is about, you know, you and I were talking before we went on air, just catching up as, as friends. Uh, but where I think it's going to give uh, and, you know, it's going to allow teaching to be done where you can add supplemental things, you know, on top of the traditional experience. You know, when I, you know, I'm working on my doctorate, you know, we're able to kind of mix and match, 
you know, in, in person and, you know, things you do online. And mm-hmm. I think it'll give teachers uh, in time uh, even more in their arsenal to offer. And I think students uh, will say, hey, this is kind of the new norm. Again, you're still going to go to school. I'm not saying mm-hmm. – so you, you can't replace <laughs> that. I mean, you know, maybe, maybe 20, yeah. 30, 40 years, maybe, maybe it's different. But I, I still believe there's always going to be a hybrid component because I know even online courses I've taught or online classes I've taken – Sometimes they're harder, actually, uh, because the, the professor, the teacher, I want to make sure you're doing enough work. So, you know, you can't read body language as well. But where I was going, and I want to throw this back to you, meetings as we know them. So, for example, when I missed a school council meeting, when I was on something, would be cool if you could log in through Zoom or Google Meets and say, hey, I can't get up there, but I can listen to you guys. And these are ways I think we'll think a little differently, not to, not going to replace face-to-face, but maybe, you know, once in a while there's a virtual meeting if people's calendars are full. And uh, if it works well, I'll be curious to see how this goes. Uh, you know, it could just make us think a little differently. And I know you and I are big on that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's definitely opened our eyes to a lot of different things. I agree that, you know, we need school. We need, uh, As human beings, we need social interaction. And, and granted, our standards and our, our curriculum is the basis for why we're here but it is also that community sense, that community feel that we get only through that face-to-face and only through that, that live interaction. Uh, but certainly in trying to maintain some sense of normalcy and maintain that um, environment that we create every day here in the school, we've definitely all learned, all of us uh, have learned how to better utilize some digital tools that are out there that can allow us to maintain some of this community involvement. We're continuing through a planning process. Uh, You may remember that I host community events for our rising fifth grade parents at our local elementary schools. Well, we're going through with a plan. We're trying to get it out there. Hopefully, we'll have it published later this week of some virtual meetings for some rising fifth grade parents. So still trying to do some of those community connections, but understand in the world that we're in right now and the timing that we're in, that we have to do them a little differently and utilizing uh, the digital tools are great options. Now to your point, when we get back to a sense of normalcy, do we blend these two things moving forward? I think that's a great question and definitely a great option for some of us leaders that are experiencing these things for uh, for the first time is how do we learn from that and blend them as we go, you know, back to the way in which we used to do things before do we really go back or right. is it kind of a new normal. a new normal moving forward, which is more of a blend uh, of, of these tools as well as the way in which we, we like to do things. Yeah. You know, I, I think uh, just, just even in my doctoral cohort, a few of them are principals and uh, you know, talking to you and other leaders. Yeah. I mean, I think there's going to be things we're just going to go, Hey, you know, we've always done it this way, but Hey, it may make sense. I'm making something, you know, if, so everybody can't be at the PTA, you know, council meeting that we can Zoom them in or Google uh, meeting in and uh, maybe every other one's in person because people are busy and we get more people to show up that way. And I'm just, it's a small example because I love the face-to-face interaction, but when we do get back to our busy slam drowning world, uh, which now we're all kind of longing for, uh, <laughs> but for years I wanted us to take a deep break and then now I'm going, wow, it is like, you know, it's everyone uses the word unprecedented, nothing like this. And that's to your point. 
there is been nothing like this. I mean, if it was, it was a hundred something years ago and no one had these tools like we're using now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, and so, so, you know, we're all looking at it from different sectors, different spheres. Uh, but the biggest thing I would say, and I think you would agree with this, I've talked to some elected officials, I've talked to different, you know, your first principal I've spoken to, but we're not, we don't have to wait for the government or, or the county government, the state or federal to tell us everything to do. I mean, in other words, if a neighbor elderly needs groceries, we can just do the right thing and mm-hmm. don't have to be, be told to do that, right? I mean, you know, I think people are waiting sometimes to, can we move? Can we do this? Sometimes it's okay to, to just lead, you know, and uh, keep your six feet away, but do the right thing. Absolutely. And I think that's, that's what I've been so impressed with our teaching staff and so impressed with our community over these last few weeks is I felt like that's exactly what we've done. Um, you, you know, initially blended learning and, and these access to digital learning were really there for the, the snow day, for the what if, for the, for the temporary, hey, we need to, to continue school, but we know it's, it's only going to be a day or two, maybe five days at max you know, to all of a sudden the mind shift of this is school for the foreseeable future. So we can't just put up PowerPoints and PDFs and expect the kids to, to still be engaged. Uh, no, we have to create high quality, engaging lessons that keep the kids involved in what we're doing and learning of new material. Well, part of that is the, is the engagement. Part of that is what you and I are doing here, engaging uh, through a live session uh, where we can see each other. And uh, the number of teachers that have jumped on these platforms of Google Meet or Zoom or, or any of those things for that live interaction uh, has been awesome. And I think one of the, the side things from it is I think the kids have really enjoyed getting onto these environments because they get to interact like kids with yeah. other kids. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's no, they're not physically sitting in the classroom, but they're sort of getting that same sense and and feeding off of each other and asking questions and that that group brainstorm that occurs in a normal classroom environment. I think our teachers have have essentially figured that out with no manual. Nobody told them this is how we're going to continue to do it. They just said, "Ooh, look at this new digital tool. Let me go see what this does. Let me go see what this does. And then they share and they collaborate and, and everybody jumps on board and, and, and we grow from there, just like we do with really any new idea. Yeah, you know, and I think that's what you know, most teachers, you know, they, they go into it because it's a passion. You know, you, you love, you know, uh, it's what I want to do long term is teach a different level, but I want to teach. But, you know, you, you, you get thrown a challenge. You care about those kids and you're like, all right, how can I do the best job I can? And, uh, you know, we, we talk about all our great doctors and nurses, whatever, and this and first responders, but, you know, also our educators uh, and our students. And I'm not talking, you know, we're in Gwinnett County, Georgia, great school system, one of the best in, in the country. But uh, everywhere, you know, this, for the most part, this is occurring and uh, we're learning new things. And I think, uh, you know, we'll, we'll go another minute or two here, but I think it's important if you're listening to this from wherever, uh, we, this is how learning and growth occurs. I know you and Ryan, you and I have talked about this a million times, but stepping out of that box of comfort, uh, being clear in what, you know, intentional, like you were saying before, what you're trying to communicate. Um, and, and in your case, since I've been so involved with a number of things we've worked on together, you know, you've been very intentional and deliberate and purposeful and not just you, your whole team. I've sat in on things. So, so they didn't have this. I mean, I can say this for you. They, 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 you weren't prepared for this, but you were prepared 
everybody was on the same page for learning and, and making sure the student was the focus, right. not, you know, minutia. And that's why such leaders, and I wanted to hear from you, uh, you, you know, you can't prepare for X, Y, Z when X, Y, Z didn't, it wasn't even on the radar screen, but you do react right. and adapt for X, Y, Z. Well, a lot of the stuff that, that is out there about knowing your why, I think this is a perfect example of when you know your why and you express that why, we like to call it our mission statement and, and focusing on the mission of ensuring learning for all. If that remains your mission and that's what you do on an everyday basis, the what and the how, it, it may change from day to day. It may change from year to year, or it may change dramatically like it did in this particular case. Uh, the how certainly changed immediately, but the why uh, remains our focus. Uh, and as long as we continue to focus on that why, the what and how will continue to change as times do. Well, as we close, I, I want to, I know you're uh, uh, making time out of your, your day and you, you know, one of the, if not few people in your building. So that's a, no weird experience for you. And I'm, I'm, I'm holed up in my basement facilities and uh, this has become the new norm of talking to me, <laughs> talk, the new face-to-face norm, but we will get to the other side. And I think as we close, yeah. uh, you're a strong leader. You know, there's people out there that are watching this. It's not just students and educators. They're just saying, is this ever going to end? Is life ever going to go back to normal? I'm, I'm frustrated. I'm depressed. So this is, and we all feel that way a little bit. Just, it's just human up, you know, we're emotions, we're human beings. But I keep telling people, if we go shoulder to shoulder, arm to arm, unite together, I watched some country music awards last night where country artists were playing, you know, out of their homes. You, we go on with that kind mm-hmm. of spirit. I'm hoping we reset back as a country to not putting these petty things aside and remembering, you know, we're all flesh and blood first, beyond you know, these stupid, you know, partisan divides of whatever a person believes. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I'm hopeful we'll get to the other side and go, man, we missed, we missed friends and colleagues and be able to go grab lunch or you know so when you and i do lunch next time it won't be through zoom but it is a great time for for all the good uh it is a great time to highlight all the good that is going on whether it's all the school systems out there including gcps that have maintained serving lunch to our most needy kids i mean the endeavors that overnight these plans were put in together about how are we going to continue to feed kids because we know that so many kids rely on their daily school breakfast and lunch uh, just to get by Um, but not just in the education world but in the business world i mean i've seen a lot of public uh, postings and a lot of promotions about support your local businesses you know and take out tuesdays and uh, support that mom and pop uh, restaurant that is struggling right now that is only able to open three and four days a week. You know, it, it's great now. We just need it to continue because we will get back to normal. We know that that things will pass, the curve will flatten, life will will get back. Um, as with all experiences, uh, we just hope that we all learn from it. We become better people because of it, and we can move forward. Uh, as you said, shoulder to shoulder and arm to arm, and um, you know. things are good out there. There is a lot of good out there. There's a lot of good. Uh, We just need to continue focusing on it. Well, that's what we're working on. And, you know, for the magazine, it's part of my living, what I do. I'm I'm just determined to continue to focus on this stuff now more than ever, because, you know, that that affects people in the communities. And, you know, we talk about being local, you know, it's every local across the country, you know, it's not just here. I mean, it's everywhere. Everybody (laughs) has to do that. And if we do that and we, we stay together and hopefully, like you said, most importantly, be a student of history to 
know that, you know, let's not forget what we've learned during this. And I know that, that that's a big learning lesson, but we, we can't, I know you going into next year, whatever, you will use this as a big teaching moment and growing from it, I'm sure, knowing how you think. And I think I'm, I'm thinking of ways now to do things six months from now, how we will be different as human beings and how we can grow from it. That's what we do as humans. If we're smart. I agree. <laughs> Well, I agree, absolutely. <laughs> well, I, I won't keep you anymore, my friend. I appreciate you being on, but let's uh, I know for those people that are asking questions, they may not have the updated website if they're in the local area. They, you know, you're putting out some e-newsletters of information, but what's the best mm-hmm. website they can go to if they are worried about their fifth grader or their uh, student trick them that they can, you know, see the news and updates from you guys? Yeah. Yeah, well our website's trickem.org. Very easy to find, trickem.org. And uh, it, it's linked to all of our local information, but also linked to all of the district information because our school district is doing a great job of, of leading and providing consistent message across the district. Uh, but trickem.org is, is the easiest and quickest way. Okay. Well, uh, Principal Ryan Queen, uh, Trickle Middle School, you do a heck of a job, my friend. And I appreciate you taking time to come on Community Connections. All right. Absolutely. Take care, Ryan. All right, my friend. Thank you, Ryan. All right. This has been another Community Connections with uh, Ryan Sowers. This is interviewed uh, Principal Ryan Queen at Trickham. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you next time, folks. Thank you. This has been the Community Connections Show with Ryan Sowers. Stay on the lookout for new or past shows with community leaders wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you want to see the video interview of any show, visit communityconnectionstv.com. Thanks for tuning in, everyone, and we will see you next time.